to even more news. And might I say also, Happy New Year. Not too late to say that, is it? Happy New Year. It's not. It's a new year. It's, it's a new episode for the year. We haven't had a new episode since the old year. The old year. That old dirty year that we threw Get out, out of here. like your your Christmas trash. Ah, uh, this year's Fuck not gonna be here. much better. 23, though, 24 actually. is gonna make it look wonderful in comparison. Yeah. Forgot to share my name. It's Katie Stoll. I'm Cody Johnson, Katie Stoll. Hi. Hello. Hi. Happy New Year to you. And a happy new year and a big welcome. To our guest this week, writer of the Garbage Day newsletter, Ryan Broderick. Hello, Ryan. Hello. Thank you for having me. My brother's name is Ryan. Oh, cool. That's end that's, of that's sentence. Fun. Is it cool? It's just <laughs> yeah. a thing that came out of my mouth. I think you know. It just feels Ryan's, like I'm talking to my brother. We need solidarity. I was once part of a Facebook group of all the Ryans on Facebook. It was really very exciting oh. for like one afternoon. My brother wasn't in that group, I promise Two you. of my very good friends from high school were both named Ryan. We had were like they a, in that group? Small, I don't, prob, maybe, I don't know. I, I haven't checked Facebook Get to the bottom of years. that. I don't know if I'm going to. I might forget <laughs> about it. <laughs> I'll write a reminder okay. to remind you. I'll write myself a reminder to remind, reminder you. <laughs> reminder me, please. Oh, we're doing great. Dusting off the cobwebs. I can speak words well. We've got some holidays to celebrate. Thank the goodness. holidays are over, but we've, there's always holidays. And Jonathan has compiled a few of the holidays that we missed while we were gone. So we're just going to throw it back to December 30th, which was National Bicarbonate of Soda Day. Well, okay, National Bicarbonate of Soda Day reminds us just how much a part this simple little salt plays in our lives (laughs) and encourages (laughs) us to take a look at its origins. Some real nerd shit here. That's cool. I think bicarbonate yeah. <laughs> is in is in toothpaste too. I think so. I think, I think so. so. I think so too. I saw that on the label while showering the other day, and I was like, huh. "Oh, hmm. I'm more curious so, of okay. uh, wh- when they changed it from bicarbonate of soda to baking soda." What? Oh, they're the same? baking soda. Right? They're the same thing. Okay, so that's I could have used that. I bought bicarbonate of soda yesterday. <laughs> to make my cookies with i made cookies yesterday so i i bought a ton that? recently to unclog my drain it worked great you can oh really mm-hmm. well, what was in vinegar. there some uh oh i washed my shoes in my shower because i live in a small apartment in new york and that was a bad uh-huh. idea so yeah so <laughs> bicarbonate of soda really helped you gotta get well, like a filter to put over the drain exactly and, yeah it's okay yeah. for your pipes well well it sounds like now. not <laughs> yeah. you don't not, that not, not long term probably i got a snake a little thing that I stick down. I just rinse it out with grease, hot grease. Just pour some oh. hot grease down there. Oh, yeah, you got to do the cream. hot grease. <laughs> yeah. You got to do it. We have to um, say we're doing a bit so everyone's landlord oh, doesn't use this yeah, in court. Don't do this. <laughs> yeah, that's a peculiar thing to do in the shower. But hey, man, you figured out how to solve hey. the the aftermath. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. You know, <laughs> got to do what you got to do. Okay, fast forwarding to January third, Women Rock Day. It's so <laughs> Commemorating the day in 1987 when Aretha Franklin was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, becoming the first woman to do so. Okay, that I mean, I like women rock. I I agree. I mean, I could just have a day for Aretha Franklin, though, to be honest. I was going to say, like, do like Aretha Franklin Day or like make the name more clear because it sounds a lot cornier than it is. Yeah, it's like Aretha's Aretha's enough. 
you know, yeah. women do rock though. You know, women I do rock, do, but yeah. there are other days yeah. for that. Yeah. I, you know, I'm just, you know, if we're going to honor Aretha with a holiday, I just yeah. think, I just think women rock every day of the year. Yeah. You know? That's right. So I just think, I just think we don't need this one day. Yeah. So presents for women every day of the year. And our final holiday that we are acknowledging today, January 8th. No, we plod right past this one. This is for you guys to remember for next year. January 8th, show and tell day at work. Since students have show and tell day at school, adults should get to do the same. Wait. I don't know if that's true. I don't should, like that one. Should they is the should question. Should they? We've got some guys bringing in like their lifted trucks and they're like, look what I did on the weekend. <laughs> so I feel like this is just sort of like reminding adults, reminding adults that like you can like talk about yourself at work sometimes like it's just encouraging show and tell is ostensibly just like bring something or just say national something about yourself national is it a talk to co-worker yeah do prepare powerpoint presentation <laughs> do like, yeah do you do like a powerpoint about like your weird hobby i guess yeah that would be fun. that i, I mean actually, if that's gonna waste an entire day of work go, let's I, go for it i think but, that yeah. that would be a fun team building day but you have to break off into like small groups because I don't want to sit through 50 PowerPoints yeah. about what Chad did over his weekend. You also got to, like, remember how to use PowerPoint. Uh, yeah. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be it's cool, though, like, if, like, the weird lizard guy in your office could, like, bring in, like, his lizards. His lizards. You know? I, but I feel like those. that should be encouraged all the time. Like, I think he probably like, bring, does. Put your little terrarium on your desk and just exactly. leave it there. Yeah, I think that would be cool. Put your terrarium on your desk and leave it there a day. You could have yeah. an office lizard and a house lizard. You could. Okay, Ryan, we've already started to get you to know you. We know that you do lots of stuff in your shower, for instance. But yeah. now we're going to get to know you just a little bit more outside of the shower. Uh, okay. Cool. Yeah, happy, happy to do that. It's what most podcasts are for. Yeah. yeah. Finally, we get to the non-shower <laughs> part of the show. Uh, so you announced on your newsletter garbage day uh that you are leaving substack well talk a little bit about that decision do you want to what what led the paved the way for that it was very brave of me i know yeah uh, <laughs> to change my email host um, <laughs> yeah no i uh I, I mean just to 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 run through this really quick for everybody uh there's been a little controversy brewing inside of substack for a few weeks now again um, mm. In 2021, they made everybody angry by not really doing anything about a bunch of anti-trans newsletter writers that were harassing and doxing people. And then uh, The Atlantic, uh, right before Christmas, discovered a massive cache of neo-Nazi newsletters on the site. And okay. most websites would just be like, hey, our bad, like, we'll get rid of those guys probably eventually. Substack, though, uh, they like to they do things a little differently. They turned it into a, uh, a political talking point and we're like, yeah, no, we're aware of the Nazis and we're not going to do anything about it, which is a problem. And so I kind of said I would wait the holidays to figure out, you know, if, is this the big one? Am I going to go? Um, and then they made things even worse uh, this week by saying that their new policy is uh, to wait for people like me to complain on a one-on-one -on -one basis and then do something if they feel like it, turning me <laughs> into an, uh, an unpaid Janny for Substack, and I don't really feel like doing that. So, yeah, time to go. <laughs> yeah. Where are you going to? <laughs> I'm looking at a couple different options, but 
luckily uh, now, as opposed to 2021, there are a bunch of different options of where yeah. to go. So it's a little easier. Um, and my yeah. readers are very excited. Turns out they really hate Substack. So great. <laughs> yeah. You're, it sounds like you're doing the right thing and you have our full support. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I try to be realistic about this stuff because yeah. there are like neo-Nazis all over the internet. But, uh-huh. you know, if you're working with a company that's taking a big chunk of your paycheck every month and they're acting ridiculous and making things worse for you on a daily basis, like it's time to time to pull up stakes, I think. Yeah. And adding more work to you also. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. yeah. It's a weird existence making money on the internet where we're a little beholden to the platform that we're using to a degree or not in this situation, especially, but it's, it's an interesting dynamic. And, and you do have to be aware that every website is pretty bad or most of them have their, (laughs) and it's a possibility, but you have to try to fight to keep your integrity while navigating the space. And it is very tricky. It's very tricky, but look, your audience will follow you. So uh, you're like it's invincible also, in a way. Yeah, I, but it's also like 2024 and I'm just tired of talking about free yes. speech. Like I don't <laughs> care anymore. I don't think. Um, I, I think like we've said all that could possibly be said yeah. about free speech on the internet. And now I just want to send my little emails every day. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's kind of it. <laughs> yeah, it's so, kind of been talked to death. Not the death of free speech, but just like my interest. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just it's so boring at this point. But you, so you, you follow online trends very closely Um, Uh, and it's very clear that whatever starts on TikTok now ends up migrating to the rest of the internet. And I guess, well, our question for you is, should we stop doing (laughs) long form YouTube videos (laughs) and just be influencers? Yeah, I think, so do you guys, do you guys have the, you guys have the cup? You got to buy the cup first. The big <laughs> cup. Uh, and then you can talk about it in short 60 second bites and then you can become millionaires. Apparently that's how this works now. That sounds so, like such a little amount of work yeah, to become you a millionaire. Put, you, you get the cup and you put fun liquids in it and then everyone calls you a dumbass for a while on X and then you become a millionaire. But that then, seems to be mm. how it works. Because um, I assume you guys are all in the same hype house right now. We're on Zoom, but so so I assume it's different rooms of your creator house that oh, you're yeah. all living in. Oh yeah, you can hear me from the other room now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Pipe so, down down there. Yeah, yeah so sound. <laughs> wherever yeah. you guys have the room with all the big cups in it, you got to go get one, and then you film it for a while. No, but in, <laughs> in, in all seriousness, it, it is an interesting like kind of quirk of the internet right now where and i think it really has to do with the fact that tiktok videos have the little watermark and you can just download them and what this has sort of done is just like infected the internet with tiktoks and my like assumption is the human brain is just like not good at looking at videos because like we freak out every single time we see a tiktok and we just assume that it's real and that this person is genuine when most of the times like when i've looked into all of these kind of like mm-hmm. moral panics it's just like people goofing off and doing a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I guess it's like fun for everybody to like have like a big <laughs> meltdown about it. But after the fifth or sixth moral panic, you kind of go like, all right, like maybe we need to all go outside for a little bit. Yeah. This yeah. is likely. Unplug for a minute. Or it's like, it's, if it's not like people goofing off and I've seen some, they're like, this is clearly a joke. What are we what are we doing here? Are we incapable <laughs> yeah. of recognizing jokes now? And the answer is yes. Uh, or it's like two people 
where it's like, yeah, these two people are fucked up or like, (laughs) you know, it's like, okay, (laughs) that's fine. That's always been true. But, and just because it has like millions of people watching these two fucked up people doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It's like the equivalent would be like, do you guys know about the wonder bread guy on DeviantArt? No. <laughs> okay. So like there's Go like a weird yeah. there's like a weird guy on DeviantArt that has like a fetish for drawing and commissioning pictures of blonde women buying uh Wonder Bread and then sometimes like holding the Wonder Bread next to like deforested areas. He's like a he's like a pro climate change <laughs> Wonder Bread fetishist. It's like a real guy. He was very popular on Tumblr for a while. And like our our current media environment is essentially like looking at the Wonder Bread DeviantArt guy and being like Everyone's gone insane. DeviantArt's making everybody into Wonder Bread fetishes. The you know, what is falling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which way, Western man? And it's right. like, it's like, no, it's just like a weird fucked up person. I mean, yeah. I, uh, I think it was last year, maybe uh, the NyQuil chicken thing went viral on TikTok. And like, uh-huh. I was a big fan of the first wave of the NyQuil chicken thing on 4chan <laughs> years ago. So I was like curious. I was like, who's. Who's cooking chicken in NyQuil? Right. It was two people. And the FDA had to be like, please don't cook chicken in NyQuil. Mm. And it's like, (laughs) come on. Like, there's so much other stuff to talk about, I think. Police departments are warning parents groups about a new trend that children are doing. Three-year-olds across the country. Wake up, people. They're trying to distract us. (laughs) Right. That said, though, if you have the big cup and you put your NyQuil chicken in the big cup, you will become very famous. Yes. And I do think that that is the future of news. You know, so it's it's one of the things was like the, for example, this Wonder Bread environmental Nazi guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, That guy and that type of guy has always existed. Always. From before the internet and 50, 100 years from now, that guy will always exist. We're just aware of him now. He has a platform. We can go to his website and see his fucked up stuff that he does. But like, it's that's not really new. It's just no. the visibility has increased. And, um, and I, get and really I don't mad. think he's like making more. He's not making more Wonder Bread Nazis, right? Probably. I, I he's, just, he's, so. just, he's just like they're just <laughs> gravitating towards him. Yeah, and I get really mad and, like, a little defensive when, like, the internet's various freaks get, like, targeted by, like, right-wing columnists, where it's like, these people aren't for you. Like, leave, like, you know about the the human pet guy on Tumblr? Like, leave the human pet guy alone. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the cybersmith, I think, is his name? Like, leave that guy alone. Yeah, that's his name. (laughs) You know? Yeah, well, like, also, like, it's like, leave him alone, like, let him, whatever. Yeah. But also, like, like, the attention that a lot of these people get is what they crave and you're just feeding in you're feeding the human pet guy by talking about him so much what would you prefer the human pet guy walking around target or the human pet guy posting on tumblr and it's obviously you want him on tumblr uh okay we need to take a quick break for ads a good ad to you Monsieur and Mademoiselle, welcome to Ad. Did you know that about 80% of men will experience hair loss? That's a lot. Pretty normal sounding if you ask me with those kind of statistics. Seems like a standard thing that happens in our natural aging process. But I mean, whatever. Assistant Director Walter Skinner of the X-Files didn't have hair and he put Mulder in a headlock. Know what I'm saying? But if hair thinning is something that concerns you, well, why? There's Nutrafol! 
Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement brand with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Neat. Neato. Skinner died in Vietnam and Astral projected over his body. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Skinner's cool. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair if you want. For a limited time, Nutrivol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrivol.com slash men and enter the promo code MORE NEWS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrivol for healthier hair. Nutrivol.com slash men spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com slash men. Promo code more news. That's Nutrafol.com slash men. Promo code more news. Listen up, ears. Taking care of your health isn't always easy, but it should at least be simple. I like simple things. That's why I only socialize with hamsters and trees. That's also why, for the last several years, I've been drinking AG1. It's just one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day, and it makes me feel... Ready to take on the day or the night. Both times. Both of the times. That's because, according to AG1, each serving of AG1 delivers my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre- and probiotics, and more. It's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. Like a swole child. Baby Gronk or whatever. Also, according to AG1, if there's one product that I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1, and that's why I've partnered with them for so long, according to AG1. So if you want to take ownership of your health, start with AG1, try AG1, and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash more news. That's drinkag1.com slash more news. Check it out according to me. And we are back from the ads as promised for news. Internet news. Ads promised. The news through the lens of the internet. I have been avoiding the internet a lot. And I have thoughts on these topics, but I'm very interested in, in you guys who have not yet you know, removed, yeah. your, extricated yourself from Twitter, which it was never yeah. going to be called X to me. It's very, very hard for me to find what I need, what I want. I feel stressed. Um, when I do tweet something, it's doesn't seem to be reaching my audience. It will to a degree, but it'll reach a lot of people that hate me. And yeah. it becomes me then trying to explain. And then I'm like, you're obviously in bad faith. So I'm going to stop. So then I don't come back for a couple weeks. So some of these stories, I'm a little bit like, wait, tell me some of these details because I've been yeah. protecting myself. Well, that's also, myself. it's frustrating because that's by design. Um, yeah. And like I, you know, I complain about X, the everything app all day. Um, I won't, but I could. Uh, and I kind of do want to, but I won't. But like, I will see a tweet from somebody in my feed that is either really stupid or just horrific, like Nazi stuff. And I'll yeah. like click on the tweet and I'll like go around and like this, 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 I'll read the comments and then I'm done with it. And I don't want to see that person. I don't follow them. I don't do anything. Yeah. And then I see only their tweets all day in my feed. 
or I'll like unfollow somebody and then I only see their tweets in my feed. And it is by design. The experience you're having, Katie, is that he wants all the attention and that happens from conflict. If you force people to see stuff they don't want to see, it's not because of free speech, which he says. It's because it means that you will spend more time on the site. Exactly. Yeah. It's also not necessarily even reflective of what the other side thinks. It just feels like chaotic, you know, and it ends up it just people are so angry and misrepresenting everything. And it just feels like it's making it so much worse. And so with that in mind, it's an election year and Twitter (laughs) exists, does not exist the way it used to. It's now the everything app and it is, uh, terrifying to think about how it will affect things moving forward but especially this year so and you know just this week twitter banned then unbanned a bunch of you know leftist journalists yeah you know i'll let jonathan you set us up again i i haven't been using the twitters yeah so real quick they uh, uh this was earlier this week monday or tuesday x uh the everything app uh, uh, banned some accounts like Rob Russo, Ken Klippenstein, the True Anon podcast, uh, Zay Squirrel, I believe. Mm. My um, favorite, my favorite internet tanky, Zay Squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> just just um, pro- uh, prolific poster. Uh, and they were they they were given no explanation, and the idea was, well, we've all been critical of Elon Musk at a certain point. So Musk replied to some people who were talking about this. He replied to Jackson Hinkle, who's a right-wing influencer who is trying no, to be like... No, he's left-wing. He's a left-wing influencer. Well, right. He's being like he's, pro-Palestine. No, he's a, he's, he's so that he he's like a nationalist and a socialist combined. What's the word for yeah. that? It's just fraud. on the tip of my tongue. Complete fraud. At um, any rate, Musk told that guy, I will investigate. Because he, who knows what's going on? He has to go through the catacombs of his company, and then <laughs> yeah. he told uh, he told Glenn Greenwald that it was that these accounts may have been part of a sweep or scam for spam or bot accounts, which feels extremely unlikely that these specific like notable leftist accounts, notable accounts that Elon himself has interacted with, uh-huh. at least a couple of them. Um, with some real zingers, you should check out his interaction with Ken Klippenstein. It's very, he's, Elon's a very funny guy. So that's absurd. But also, <laughs> then why are there so many fucking spam accounts, man? Why are they everywhere? Why are they the first thing that I see? Why is every single reply an obvious well, spam hold on, bot hold account? On. I saw an ad today for a gator park in Lakeland, Florida uh, on Twitter. <laughs> and I thought, you know, this is why I'm still here. Uh, for great content like this Gator Park. Straight up, like, some of the ads on X, the Everything app, are the best <laughs> posts on yeah. the site now. There's, the, like, there's just some days where it's like, okay, today, it's, like, these four weird, like, cropped porn photos uh-huh. going to this one, like, website that is gonna, like, take all your data or something. <laughs> uh, and that's that day. And then the next day, it's like this like anime booby game, <laughs> and like all right, then that's that day, and it's just oh, like you it's saw my cycle. game ad. Oh great, no, yeah, said, no, I, it's, it's a weird. really fun game. Yeah, be the hero you want to be. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but also, 
like they'll it'll be like they'll all have names like uh, fluorescence.eth and you're like oh this is gonna be about nfts or bitcoin or something like that and then it's not about that at all it's about some other kind of like scammy thing and it's got a picture of oprah there and it like there's like four different threads going on in each ad and you can't block them fast enough no, i you thought can't. i could finally block all the advertisers there is a long tail of these uh accounts paying i don't know what to like be in everyone's feed i really am tempted to do some promoted ads on x but i don't want to give him money uh here's an I amazing so one I, there's this one <laughs> the article is called uh, i'm actually very lucky because i get headlines still because i haven't updated my twitter app for a year oh, nice <laughs> for a year how do you get away with that well, the search function doesn't work anymore. <laughs> so very helpful. <laughs> but it doesn't look like X. Um, but the uh, the article is called "If you beat this mascot challenge, you have superior memory skills." And the image macro says your memory is photographic if you can identify sixteen out of thirty of these mascots correctly. And it goes to a website called exploredhistory.com, but it's from an account called Explored Hollywood, <laughs> and, and there's no followers or following. From the account they haven't posted, it's just this Sounds one sus. promoted thing. They've been around for six months. Amazing I like website. that it, it it uses the phrase mascot challenge, like like any human knows what that is. I I like I I had read it a couple of times. Like, what are they talking about? Oh, like. <laughs> product mascots like it's got, got like michelin man and stuff on here oh i thought like to recognize like the ohio state buckeye no, or no, something no. no it's if you recognize like the pillsbury Dough crunch oh, okay. you, then you have a photographic memory <laughs> that rules it's fucking awesome so but like i think this is an interesting thing because we're like joking around about how stupid twitter is but Twitter is the place in the last like two or three election cycles where all the journalists yeah. are. And it's like yeah. been a place where it's like, what are we going to talk about? What's this surprise going to be? Here's the reaction to the debate. Like there's a lot of political discourse that has gone on on there. And how is that going to work this year? Mm. So I I had an issue uh, recently, like during the, uh, the tunnels fiasco. So uh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> so. Like, like, like most people in the world, I opened X and was like, what's going on with these tunnels in New York City? <laughs> I also live down the street. So I was like, very curious. Okay. And just sort of consuming passively um, the rabid anti-Semitism for uh, yeah. 12 hours or so. Not only do I have like a worse idea of what actually happened, mm -hmm. I can't like in my brain anymore separate even the real stuff that I'm reading from yes. like garbage that just kind of came in. I'm. I'm glad you brought this up because I want it to, this is exactly what we discussed in context of this conversation yesterday. I had the same experience. And so often I do, I will go there specifically because I will try to check something out. My timeline and what I get showed is shown is very different in my algorithm, the trending topics. Sometimes I get keyed up, told about something and I look and the only thing I could see are jokes, you know, weird anti-Semitic ramblings, people trying to just rise to the top. I'm not finding anything substantive. The same thing with Epstein. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> in the days of the Twitter, I mean, I... Impossible to find anything about that. Impossible. So fucking frustrated because this was something that was at its core information, but also community. And I could find the people that I respected easily. And, but anyway. And like pretty good jokes. Yeah, and pretty good uh, jokes. Didn't rise and now to the you top can't because you paid for it. You know, you make it's it's 
I've seen I'll shocking see, like, to think about how that affects humor and the way people think moving forward. Anyway, go ahead. Well, how they present themselves. Like I've seen, I've seen tweets now from like either journalists or politicians and I see the blue check and I'm like, this is fake. Probably this is probably a fake person. Right. Sometimes it's the real person. Sometimes it is fake. And it's like, it, get, it adds five steps to finding out what is accurate. It's, it's just an impossible uh, website. Uh, With, and even trending topics like this is these are the topics that the the app or website wants you to look at and you scroll through and it takes five minutes to find like, oh, no, here's the actual link to a news story. Instead of the promoted uh, stuff, the Epstein docs in particular, because like I, and I, you know, I never pass up an opportunity to criticize the media, but um, <laughs> the. The sort of like teasing the Epstein docs like they were like an album release and like phrasing it as a list. A lot of headlines were like, the list is coming. And I remember like, because I'm pathetic, over like the uh, the holidays being like, oh man, when this list drops, I'm going to be with my dad and he's like kind of right wing and I cannot wait to like get into it. <laughs> yeah, with him, yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, and then obviously it wasn't that. It was just like a bunch of redacted affidavits and it was chaos because you couldn't even like go to Google because Google doesn't work anymore. Right. Um, it's like when I went over to like see what was in the Epstein docs, it was like a bunch of Indian news sites, the top of Google News, like yeah. just aggregating like Stephen Hawking's the Stephen Hawking thing. Right. Which is not oh, even like yeah. not even real relevant yeah. to it. Like it's not part of it. Like uh, even even leading up to it, there were all these like breaking. Here's the list. And it's flight logs from 2015. It's like mm -hmm. all this old stuff being presented as this new thing. And then that muddies the water when the actual like, quote unquote, list or the like the documents are released. It's just. And these are also like it's all the fault of like this guy who like pur purports himself to be like, I'm actually I uh, we got to get we got to get the Epstein folks, you know, like it's just this weird mix of. uh it's just all bullshit. It's going to be so like <laughs> impossible to have a handle on like what even are the real topics of debate in this election season. And I we talked about mm -hmm. this yesterday, Cody. I do think we should read this exchange between Tim Pool and Elon Musk because I do oh think God. this is going to be what the discourse is. Th this is exactly how we're like the news is going to going to go. Might I suggest we do that? After the break. After the break. Nice. That was good. You I love mean, I, hearing you. Tim Pool and really Musk talk. So thank you. We'll do um, that for that. I sometimes our ad transitions don't come naturally, and sometimes they do, and it's like a moment of inspiration. So thank you, thank you all for listening. Mm -hmm. We'll be right back. Yeah, we will. Boy, feeding myself can sure be a hassle. You gotta go to a store and try to find and cook ideally healthy meals. And don't even get me started on forks. Spoons are a way better utensil. If you listen to Alex Smith's secretly incredibly fascinating with me and Cody, we talk about this. I mean, what's this a fork? What part do you even put in your mouth? You know, am I right? I know I am. But lately... I've been using Hungry Root, which is the easiest way to get fresh and healthy food delivered right to your door. But not just food. You'll get recipes, too. It's great. It's truly is great. 
I love Hungry Root. I am learning how to make meals while skipping the grocery store. You even get to take a short quiz so that Hungry Root can personalize their meal recommendations based on your tastes and even what equipment you have in your quick kitchen. Now, I don't have to use any forks. Only spoons for me. And right now, Hungry Root is offering some more news listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash more news to get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash more news. And don't forget to use our link so they know we sent ya. If you, I mean, if you want them to know it was me, you got it. You got to tell them it was me. And please do. It does affect us. It helps us immensely. Unless you don't want to help us immensely. I don't know why you're listening to this show if you hate me so much. My God, what is wrong with you? New Year's is a great time to leave things behind you. Bad habits, discarded bones, and perhaps your oil-based CBD products. I don't know if you know this, but oil-based CBD doesn't absorb nearly as well as gummies. It's true. I swear on my many bones that I've left behind. And that's why I'm here to talk about Next Evo Naturals. If you like CBD, like Cody likes CBD, then Next Evo has what you want. CBD. They offer both stress and sleep CBD complex products, plus a brand new extra strength daily wellness CBD gummies. It's their strongest gummy yet, and you don't have to say it like that. Next Evo takes care in making sure that you get exactly what's on their label. After all, CBD doesn't have to be weird and sketchy anymore, nor does it need to be oily. Save the oil for your prized bones and try Next Evo. Their products absorb four times faster than most oil-based products. I hate oil. Patooey, that's me spitting on the oil. Leave oil behind and start the year with more effective and fast-acting CBD from Next Evo Naturals. Get 25% off any order or up to 60% off as a new subscriber by using code MORENEWS at nextevo.com. That's 25% off your order or up to 60% off a new subscription at N-E-X-T-E-V-O. Dot com with promo code more news and we're back no more ad breaks for you just us talking about we're just talking the about same stuff. Uh, the same stuff uh x the everything app is Ugh. good <laughs> i know and... it's funny that you say that i just hate calling it x even if I it's know. funny to say x the everything app no um, i mean I- i'm comfortable saying this now like you know I'm leaving Substack to go to X, so I'm going to start paying <laughs> oh. X directly. Oh, you made that decision in the course the, of the last 20 minutes. <laughs> well, you guys made some great points about X, the everything <laughs> app, and I want to be the premier news source for the Martian colonies of the future. So, I mean, everything. Glad we got here that at the sounds like a lot, that. right? Yeah. You want to be a part of everything. I want to be part of everything. Now yeah. that we've built up this what series of tweets to do for it? five minutes and gone through ads. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just, it, it, this is, there are a couple of examples of this, actually, because Elon Musk seems to get his news from Tim Pool and Ian Miles Chong. Two complete fools and frauds uh, <laughs> who make up whatever. And I mean, Tim Pool's entire, like half of his entire approach to 
a video is to read an article for the first time out loud in real time <laughs> and post that and just sort of react to every other sentence that he reads. Sometimes he'll like skip over a passage that kind of negates the point he's trying to make by reading the article. Whatever. He's whatever. Anyway, his tweet is. Biden so Co will, sorry, yeah, sorry, Cody, you be Tim Pool. I'll be Elon Musk. Just Perfect. so it's clear who's what uh, here. Biden will action? drop out soon. Uh, sorry, this is how he talks. Yes, I guess I can. can't say. Oh, thank you. you can. Okay. You Replaces everybody. Places. Please hold sound. Quiet on the sets. Mm. <laughs> can we get last looks? Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Just clear camera. Okay, and action. Biden will drop out soon. The reason they waited this long was to be able to bypass a primary and appoint a nominee, avoiding another Bernie situation. Just guessing? Or you have some inside scoop? <laughs> a few months ago, I said the best move for the Dems machine is for Biden to suffer a medical episode and be saved by Newsom. Many said by now, it's too late because it's too late. Hold a primary. <laughs> Deadline passed. My response is that this is the perfect play, actually. J.P. Morgan strategist predicts Biden is out in March over a medical issue. Perfect timing, if true. Biden gets out with enough time for Michelle or <laughs> Gavin to campaign, but also allowing them to skip the primary process, preventing RFK Jr. or Marianne from winning. No inside scoop, just reading tea leaves. Brilliant so mind at work. So his answer to just guessing or you have some inside <laughs> scoop was just guessing. I don't That's know. That's his answer. A lot of sounds, words for it, but also... Sounds pretty real. It does JP sound pretty Morgan real. JP strategist is just this article on Fox <laughs> yeah. that's like... These are things that in the, could potentially happen. Just a list of like random ass things that like, yeah, you know what? A meteor could hit the planet. We as so many things could happen. The super volcano could explode between now and then. Anything could fucking happen. Right. That's the thing. So like Biden might die this year. That's just yeah. a fucking fact. Uh, Trump might die this year. He'll, he might shit himself on the debate stage and die from it. Who knows? Yeah. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And I guarantee you that if t if Donald Trump dies and somebody replaces him, Tim Pool will think that fucking like Biden killed him or something. Yes. Like there's no consistency in his worldview. It's just this weird, again, reading tea leaves, but they're not even tea they're leaves. Not it's just tea leaves. He's reading dirt that he fucking scraped from the bottom of his shoe. Also in the shower. He should be cleaning just, in the shower. Exactly. It's, I, it's just, it's just fan, <laughs> but it's just fan fiction, right? Like, yes. QAnon is just fan fiction. It, it's, it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't mean anything. And the thing that worries me is not so much like these two bozos doing this, but like this effect happening to everybody yes. this year. Right. Well, yes. Well, because like, yeah, if you have the owner of the website boosting this absolute fool and his guessing, as he admitted, then that's just going to be how it goes. I mean, even the, yeah. the what the Pelosi uh, break in when Elon yes. was like, uh, what right. uh, was it actually this? I think so. And it's like some like fake news bullshit yeah. that he deleted and never apologized for. Um, it's just a stream of that, which does influence people. Real quick on that. Also, I love just throwing in Michelle. That's just it's a nice so little funny. way yeah. to like, you know, sick. make Throw it even more. Yeah, yeah. He, he smirked. He smirked he when smirked. he did that. He, he, was knows, like, he knows what he's doing. Yes. He yeah. knows what he's doing. Yeah. But yeah. in general, you know, this. I have uh, interesting conversations with people up here in the mountains 
I've got a variety of political opinions in the group, groups that I'm friends with up here. And sometimes those conversations are better than others. But um, we were talking about Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Kimmel. And, and we can talk about that more in depth. We probably can go through the back and forth. But right now I'll say it matters what you say online. You know, some people are saying like, well, it doesn't matter. Everyone's so sensitive. <laughs> in, like we need to be able to take jokes well that wasn't a joke but also on both sides like people just say something maybe it is a joke but it becomes reality we're so irresponsible with how we use the internet and how we can see they know they know that when they play to a crowd when they make this comment they know what's going to happen pizzagate is a good example chrissy Teigen's a pedophile you know I, now based on the internet uh it's extremely dangerous I once saw Aaron Rodgers speak at a Bitcoin convention in Miami uh, beca uh, because Dave Portnoy was late, so they put him on. <laughs> and let me tell you, I don't think he's a very deep thinker. Uh <laughs> oh, man, what a sentence. Oh, he's going to go after you for saying that. He, uh, kept I, going. he really doesn't like it when, he's a, when people say he's not smart. I just don't. I don't see it. Uh, you know? Should we? I just don't should... see it. Well, also, like real quick, just on the on the joke thing, like, and this well, is a symptom of. Well, because a symptom of I think the blue X whatever. What I don't even know what it's called anymore. It's like because Twitter's not blue. X is like oh, green yeah. now. But like they still have blue checks, and it's still is it still is it why X are they blue, blue checks? Is, is it why X don't premium? They be premium? Blue? X, X premium. premium. Yeah. Okay. Well, most should... importantly, though, it gets you access to Grok. Um, no, the, 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 so uh, the non-woke AI. It's that yeah. So I rarely, yeah. I rarely log on to the desktop version of X because I prefer my broken Twitter version that I have on my phone. The sidebar on X is just hideous. It's so long. I was looking for the bookmark tab, but I had to click on the extra dots to get to the bookmark because Grok took up the fucking spot. But I don't subscribe to premium, so I don't even use Grok. So like, it's just a broken website. <laughs> but my point about the blue thing, you're getting all these checks to like get boosted. And so those are the jokes that you see. And the whole thing of like, well, it's a joke. It's a joke. Is it a funny joke? And mo more often than not, the answer is like, well, it made people mad. Right. So that's the joke to you then. Well, like that's, and I think that's to a certain subset, X, basically. the fact that it gets people mad is quite funny. Exactly. I, there is a subsect of people where that is quite funny. People watching people's reaction. Should we set up this Aaron Rodgers, yeah, Jimmy Kimmel thing that I just yeah. referenced? I can, I can try to go yeah. through the, the back and forth here uh, fairly quickly. Uh, so Aaron Rodgers, uh, New York Jets quarterback who was injured all year. He's going to be a Hall of Famer, four-time MVP. Very, very, very good at football. Uh, he has a weekly guest spot on the Pat McAfee show, which is this news sports show uh, on ESPN. Pat McAfee's a former punter in the NFL, by the way, but he's very good at this kind of thing, talking into a microphone about the topics of the day. And so Aaron Rodgers has gone on there a lot, and he said a bunch of dumb anti-vax stuff on that show. Um, and they were talking about this Epstein, what they thought would be an Epstein list coming out and Aaron Rodgers <laughs> said there's a lot of people including Jimmy Kimmel who are hoping that list doesn't come out and very qu quickly uh, Jimmy Kimmel responded saying that he's had no contact with Epstein and you'll hear from my 
lawyers, you know, if you want to keep doing this. And and Jimmy Kimmel went on his late night show to talk about this. Like, you know, you're accusing me of being a pedophile. That's horrendous and libelous and all this stuff. And it, it caused a bit of a firestorm. So Aaron Rodgers went back on the Pat McAfee show this week talking for several minutes about the woke establishment and spreading more vaccine misinformation and said that he didn't i'm going to try to read what he says here because i don't want to play the clip because it'll it, it takes forever here's here's the quote from aaron Rodgers. i said that a lot of people and i'm quoting myself here a lot of people including jimmy kimmel are really hoping that list doesn't come out end quotes that's what i said i was referring to the fact that if there is a list which again, this hasn't come out yet, this was just a deposition, and there are names on it, then that would be the second time that a soft-brained junior college student, you know, wacko, anti-vax, anti-Semite, purveyor, spreading misinformation, conspiracy theorist, MAGA, whatever other things have been said by him and other people in the media, would be right twice. What? So I he's saying that yeah. he, what, what he was saying <laughs> is that Jimmy... He, it means that J- he was saying, this is what he says, he was saying that Jimmy Kimmel doesn't want this list to come out because then that would mean that he, Aaron Rodgers, was right and Kimmel has made fun of Aaron Rodgers for that being wrong. That is the most poorly constructed saying? sentence. I read it so many times and I was like... Oh. Oh, he's not a great speaker, but like, who's saying that he's wrong that there's a... Epstein is a, like, sex trafficker. He was and, much like, more a articulate... List. At the Bitcoin convention. <laughs> what do you know? Uh, so I was going to ask. I was going to ask. No, wait, hold on. But like to get back to this. So can you read it again, actually? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't take long enough the first time. I'll go to the, the I'll, I'll cut yeah. out the stuff where he's talking about himself. Okay. So what he's saying is I was referring to the fact that there is a list and there are names well, on if it. If there is a list. If there is a list, then that means that me, Aaron Rodgers, would be right twice. And I think he means the first time I was right. I think he's talking about how he was right about the vaccines the whole time because he thinks he was right about the vaccines the whole time. He keeps saying this all the time. He's like, the vaccines were proven to hurt, kill people. You know, like he he I don't think that's true, Aaron. But all of those things, those are things that Jimmy Kimmel said about him, that Aaron Rodgers has a soft brain, that he was a that he was a community (laughs) college transfer to and he went to Berkeley on a football scholarship, all this stuff. But like nobody's saying that there isn't a list of people who are associated with Jeffrey Epstein. No one's saying he's wrong about that. Sounds to me like he was actually calling Jimmy Kimmel a pedophile. Sounds like like he was. I would also argue. So like. This explanation from Aaron Rodgers really deflates the idea that it was a joke also. Yeah, it right? does. Because his explanation is that, no, it's, I was making a point about how I'm right. So Kinda it wasn't a joke. Like he should stop uh, talking altogether. See, He's just making it worse for himself. Yeah. I don't want to play devil's advocate here, but I almost do kind of believe that like he was just like thinking he was like continuing a beef with Jimmy Kimmel and like. Mm. accidentally called him a pedophile by like when he was really just being like having a continued conversation across media properties with another man like i kind of believe he's like we're in if we're feuding yeah i gotta gotta keep it going and mention because he thinks i'm wrong but actually i'm right twice about this thing (laughs) also apparently we just call people pedophile a lot these days it's like become fairly common to just suggest atrocious things about people without any evidence <laughs> and it's only funny when it's about elon musk and i do want to say, I, I think there was there's one thing i want to give aaron Rodgers credit for in his 
ongoing feud with Jimmy Kimmel is that Jimmy Kimmel, <laughs> when he first came back on the air, did make a joke about how people who took ivermectin and get COVID don't deserve medical treatment. He made a joke that's like, well, that's oh, well, the hospitals a- should be reserved for people who got vaccinated, like some sort of joke. Uh, and that's like yeah. a shitty thing to say and Absolutely. believe. And that's like an Aaron Rodgers. talk right there. Right. And Aaron Rodgers targeted that piece as well as including the other like 10,000 nonsense It's so frustrating things. when that happens because it's like, yeah, yeah. that was wrong right. for reasons that you don't think are wrong. <laughs> like, you're not mad about that part, actually. Uh, Everyone deserves medical treatment, even if they took the horse medicine. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, there is a really <laughs> ugly a, part yeah, yeah. of COVID where a lot of people, and I'm sure some people listening, and we've all been mad at anti-vaxxers or people that, you know, were had different opinions about COVID over the time. But as I've progressed, I look back and I'm like, I really hate that part of us. That's like, well, then fuck off. You don't deserve. Then go die at home. We don't want you in our hospitals. There was an attitude like that, which I think is uh, so unhelpful. Oh, yeah. It's the, um, <laughs> it's the same thing whenever there's a natural disaster, you know, mm-hmm. and like, oh, they voted for this person, so they right. deserve it or whatever, like, um, wait, which is like, first of so all, hateful. no, they don't. But yeah. also... Some people didn't vote for that person. They just happened to live there. So it's like yeah. wrong on, for a lot of... I can't believe this heavily thing. gerrymandered district voted uh, <laughs> like, in favor of yeah. being ev- like uh, evaporated by a flood. I can't believe that that, that happened. That's crazy. Uh, it's also just like that. keeping yeah. people in a in boxes. Anyway. Well, anyway... I've said enough about that. Pat McAfee said on Wednesday that Aaron Rodgers is not going to appear on his show again, at least for the rest of the football season. Bold. He's back. Oh, he is? <laughs> yes. Oh. Like, as of like, a, as of like uh, hold on, let me double check it. Yeah, I saw this on X, so it might be garbage, I, okay. but I'm pretty sure uh, Aaron Rodgers was literally on it just now. Oh. Um, so he went back on that less than 24 hours after I, jeez. Great. Uh, awesome. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, okay, this is from Variety, who has huh? not been consumed uh, by the right-wing media system, I think, yet. Uh, maybe Aaron Rodgers appears on Pat McAfee's show one day after host said NFL star awesome. would not return amid Jimmy Kimmel feud. Well, what did he oh, say? Beautiful. Let's see. I I'm doing a Tim Pool. I'm gonna I'm reading this in real <laughs> okay. time. Okay. Oh, fun. Yeah. Okay. So Pat McAfee. Yeah. Pat McAfee said he wasn't. Uh, and then there's yeah. They, he just he was just on it. Oh. <laughs> he just he yeah. just came back. He's just like, oh come on, man, let me back on. All well, right. because it's, there it's funny. He could have just shown up and not said anything because Pat McAfee's sidekick is former linebacker AJ Hawk, who in all of these clips is just always just sits there and doesn't oh. like. I definitely talk on this show way more than AJ Hawk talks on so, that show. So McAfee said uh, that was wild. We were getting absolutely killed. They were like, you turned your back on Aaron Rodgers. Do you oh, know how many things I've been through with Aaron Rodgers in our short relationship? I was not pumped to be in the middle of any of that. <laughs> I was not stoked, bro. Yeah, yeah, this says, it says something to do with Belichick's retirement and like... I don't know what, enough about sports what, to understand what's either. happening In his opening here. monologue, yeah, the sports analyst introduced the New York Jets quarterback as the last human that Bill Belichick talked to on the field as the New England Patriots head coach. Oh, yeah. Hold on. A bunch of family members from the Boston area were telling me about this today. There's like big Bill Belichick drama kicking off today. Yeah, Belichick is is no longer the coach of the Patriots for the first time right. since like 2000. It's a huge deal in the football world, but he never coached Aaron Rodgers. So what do we need? It's, yeah, it seems to be related to that. Okay, well. 
Who cares? Uh, uh, Shall we wrap this up with a little fun? And by fun, I mean Stanley Cup. Oh, yeah, we haven't mentioned Stanley Cups. We should say what they are. Yeah, Ryan, do you want to talk to us about this little phenomenon that's happened? Because you probably know it better than us. Yeah, yeah. I was very curious uh, why all of a sudden Stanley Cups were everywhere. I noticed them last year when I was like looking into what uh, the water talk hashtag is, which is like basically a lot of Mormons and weight loss coaches like making fun water on TikTok with like flavor packets. And they all use this cup. And I was like, what's this cup about? And then it kind of blew up over the holidays. Best as I can tell, uh, there's like one marketing guy who used to work at Crocs and he made Crocs into like a sneakerhead thing. And then he left Crocs and he joined Stanley because a bunch of, uh, I'm, I'm speeding through this, but basically a bunch of mom bloggers discovered that Stanley cups were perfect for the car. And so there was like some buzz. And then that was supported by a star from The Bachelor. And she was like, I love my Stanley Cup. So then Stanley hires the Crocs guy and his whole thing is uh, like what he calls a scarcity model. So he Uh like makes limited edition stuff for people who love the product. And so this Christmas, they did a a, a Stanley Cup drop of like a limited edition Starbucks Stanley Cup uh, at the Starbucks that are only inside of Target's. <laughs> and so like people camped out for like hours to get oh, the cup wow. and it's like I, th- I looked this up the other day there's like been like half a billion views on the stanley hashtag Wild. in the last 120 days on tiktok um, everything is insane it's not a That's new so... model i mean it makes me think of it's brilliant really to do what you want to do we're just so like give me the special thing I want the special toy, the one that nobody else can have. I need this. I want to participate. I want to collect mine. I mean, like Beanie Babies, but fascinating. I yeah. have a Stanley Cup, but it's not those. I just find special. them at the thrift stores up here. Well, it is special. Mm. It's big <laughs> and it's got the canteen top, but it does not fit in my cup holder in my mm. car. See? You also, you got to clean them. You, no matter, you They're know, hard I've to seen clean. A, They're I've really hard to clean. People getting mold in their stanley cups because yeah. they're putting all the flavor packets in there and the sugar yeah people you gotta clean them gotta clean your cup i also want to bring up <laughs> good advice in general we were... <laughs> in the shower i mean the shower is a perfect place to clean your stanley <laughs> cups we were talking a bit ago about how google doesn't work and google's always had some issue with like things that are called the same as other things and like having disambiguation pages is something that wikipedia yeah. does but it is not something that google really like has right away it's got the did you mean but anyway um not to bring it back to sports but the stanley cup is the t- big trophy you win at the end of the nhl hockey season and has, right. i so when you say stanley cup i think of one very specific thing and as have most people for the last like hundred years yeah and this is called the stanley quencher h2.0 flow state tumbler but flow state if yeah. you google stanley <laughs> cup they don't know what the hell to do because it the first thing you get is like a oh, sponsored chaos. ads with all of these multicolored tumblers and then the stanley1913.com link with the tumblers and then on the right it says stanley cup award winners vegas golden knight colorado avalanche and then top stories which is all about this the craze around the cups and then perspectives which are like tweets and reviews this is funny and then the wikipedia article for stanley cup the trophy and i mean it's just like this is the big problem with the giant stanley cup then nhl.com stanley cup and then why the stanley cup is causing a frenzy at tart it's like really having a battle Royale and the Google search results between these two things. And I also think 
I think it's like an important debate over, you know, are these cups or are they bottles? Because you're not going to say tumbler. No one's doing that. No. No. But I would say they're a, it's a cup because it it's has a, a handle. I think it's a cup, yeah. yeah. It's different than my other one. Mine is a thermos, which Jonathan then pointed out. Thermos is its own entity. Um, Correct. You know, what, what's um, interesting is, so when you when think of the Stanley Cup, I'm thinking of the way I say it is like the Stanley Cup. It's like both words are emphasized. But when I'm referring to a Stanley Cup, but I'm, it just came out the same. But in my mind, it's a Stanley yeah. Cup. A Stanley Cup. I see what you're versus doing. Versus yes. the Stanley Cup. The Stanley Cup. It's the just, Stanley it's a, Cup, not right. a Stanley Cup. But then right now we're talking about the Stanley Cup situation. Mm. Everything gets chaotic. Yeah. And yeah. But Instead of anyway, the Stanley Cup situation. Maybe right. Stanley Cups situation. Mm. Stanley that doesn't Cups. Sound right. Stanley oh, Cups. If he released a, a posthumous line of cups. An oh AI Stanley uh, money on the Stanley table. Cup. Stanley, Stanley died. Cup. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you I, mean uh, he's not in uh, Echo? Is that the new one? That's the current one. Yeah. Yeah. But you'd think, like, for some things like this, that Google would be able to be like, "Hey, real quick, which one of these things do you mean? This one? Great. Here's the ads. Here's the videos. Here's the links or whatever." But it Instead doesn't seem like they focused on yeah. their search product I in mean, a number I will of years. Say no, they have not. That me, Katie Stoll, sitting here searching this, I mostly get the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Versus, mm -hmm. so already they're showing me that and not this what if i was looking for the other Stanley one Cup. yeah I, well i also feel like so much of their well, search is now like, a uh, like it's like so in the ai stew that like they don't really seem to even care about how their search operates anymore it's impossible no. to use much like all websites now huh. yeah i mean they should put these stanley quencher h2.0 flow state tumblr ads at the top of every search really because that's probably you know going to make them the most money i'm not gonna lie from the time that we started this segment till now i've slowly really wanted one so now yeah. i really want one and i didn't <laughs> when we started this segment and now i'm looking at them i'm like oh that orange color is cute and it's got a straw yeah. which is actually kind of key when you're in your car mm, fits in when your i'm car. doing my mm. i have to drive from the mountains to la pretty often and I'm taking sips of stuff. And Does like, any car oh, have a, a have a like a standard cup that comes with the car? And then oh, like anyone try to do that? It like should. a straw I think into Mini your Cooper. car. Yeah, like this is our oh. this is like the official. Yeah, I imagine Tesla will probably be the first one to do it because it's not a good idea. Right. Like a, you could put a hot beverage inside your car with a straw to your mouth, and you could drive. Exactly. Yeah. Or like yeah, you're like you get up in the morning and you go on your phone and like heat up. The cup in the car. Heat up. So cup when you car. get in the when you get in the car, it's all ready for you. Well, mm -hmm. that's a fun bit, but how about just a <laughs> cup that comes with your car that actually fits in the cup holder? Oh yeah, no, That'd exactly. Like that, that was, was where I started. But, car yeah. makers, I know you're all listening. How about designing some damn seats where everything doesn't get stuck underneath? It's them? Like a, What's yeah. up with that? <laughs> uh, unbelievable. Things fall and you're driving. Don't make it a big cave. Four months later, Tesla is recalling all Model it. S's because hot coffee burns through its built-in cup and is running through the carburetor or whatever it has in there. Well, you have to pay uh, like three Dogecoin <laughs> to get the cup out of the car mm, to fill it. Can't use the cup to wash it. You pay also, that Doge. yeah, how are you supposed to wash yeah. it if, if you run out of Doges? Then you, you have got the one 
you have to watch one X video, which is not a porn thing anymore. Right. Um, <laughs> They're all about Harambe now. <laughs> did uh, oh did Dave Portnoy ever show up to that Bitcoin conference? He, Good question. He didn't. People were furious. <laughs> um, he was out. He was out walking around, and he was supposed to talk later that day, and he, he didn't do it. I love the idea of being mad that Dave Portnoy doesn't show up somewhere. Yeah, they put Jordan Peterson on instead of him as well. And Are you kidding me? What was this it. conference again? It was Bitcoin Miami. Yeah, Bitcoin uh, Miami. Which is what it's called. It's called Bitcoin Miami. And it's, it was the, it's when they introduced the robot When's bulb. The next Do you remember one? that? Bitcoin Miami convention. Oh, yeah. The mayor of Miami like stood in front of like the Wall Street bull that they built in Miami, but it's like a robot one to be like crypto based. It was that so, day. And, and Jordan Peterson spoke instead? Yeah, he, he cried that... um, about uh, Bitcoin and financial freedom for a while. Um, and then Aaron like, Rodgers I, came out. I still out. Don't, I don't know if you're making this up. I'm not. Serena Williams was there, too. Um, wild, wild. Because she, she kind of likes crypto, uh, too. So. so I'm just Googling, and there are so many different crypto bitcoin oh yeah, no, no, yeah. i'm gonna have to check one out one of these All days the time, yeah everywhere. if any of your listeners are more interested in investing in bitcoin they could definitely find me uh on x the everything <laughs> app happy to talk about it i'm sorry real quick you said uh, that dave portnoy was there and then just decided not to speak is that yeah he left um <laughs> but he was, he was on the floor walking around because i saw him uh because uh, I'm from a neighbor. I grew up in a neighboring town to him. He's from Swampscott. I'm from Marblehead. And so I hated him even before he became awful because sure. um, he's Swampscott trash. And uh, <laughs> I was excited to see him speak live, but he never showed up. Oh, but so he was walking funny. around. But he was there. He was there. Like, yeah, he was there. Weird. God. Yeah. Weird. People are strange and we're all on our own journeys. And his mm, that day was just not journey. up on stage. Yeah. <laughs> his yeah, journey was taken back out. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. This was a great start to our new year. Did I say happy new year? Happy new year, everyone. Yeah. Um, happy new year. <laughs> Ryan, please share your details. I guess you're leaving Onyx. soon. Yeah, yeah. The everything uh, app. Yeah. Obviously. So, uh, yeah, I run an account uh, called uh, Crypto Doge uh, <laughs> Miner uh, on X. No, so uh, even though I'm moving, uh, the URL will stay the same. So you can find me at garbageday.email. Okay. And I'm my name on most platforms. So, yeah. Awesome. This was fun. This was great. We had a good time. We got it. We got through it all. And for it. the first time of this year, year. I just want to make sure you all know no. that we love you very much. much. Have you ever heard that story that Napoleon used the Egyptian Sphinx for target practice and shot its nose off? Or maybe you've heard that a French astrologer named Nostradamus correctly predicted nearly 500 years of human history. Or maybe someone told you that the legendary blues guitarist Robert Johnson sold his soul to the devil at a crossroads in Mississippi. These stories are what I like to call historical myths. Great little tales that may or may not have any basis in historical fact. On Our Fake History, we explore these historical myths and try to determine what's fact, what's fiction, and what is such a good story. It simply must be told. If you dig stories about death-obsessed emperors, lost civilizations, desperate sieges, voodoo black magic, 
and famous historical figures you thought you knew, then Our Fake History might just be your new favorite podcast. If you dig it, then subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.